Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Change it, 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 change it,
You know, you know I'm going to change the format a little bit here. Give me an L. I ain't trying to run nobody home, but I'm ready to go back down home. I tell everybody traditional music is here to stay. Huh? And on my last two albums, I took a trip down old school boulevard. Y'all don't mind if I go down those. I don't know if I did not do that. You see, that's our foundation. The new stuff is good. I love it. I ain't trying to cut nobody. I love it. I love it. Some Kurt Franklin. That's good. I'm well-rounded in the music now. But it's something about those old hymns, they'll never die. If I had me some help in here, I believe I could. Y'all ain't Y'all ain't I was listening, uh, watching the television, and I saw where they're trying to get some nuclear bombs together and stuff, you know. And nuclear uh, wars coming, you know, they about ready to hit us again, but I'm not worried about anything. Because it reminds me, and when I when I was listening, when I was listening, they said they could send a chemical through here and could wipe us out. But when I was listening, it, it, it took my mind back down to an old song that that, that that my four parents used to sing and uh and when when things didn't look so good ahead they say God
Give us another day. And when you get a chance, I'm trying to tell you to um, lift uh, Pastor Green up. He's in the hospital. Oh, my God. Wow. We're certainly going to be praying for Pastor Green to work too hard. See, that's the thing I'm talking about, about in when you're really wrapped up into his word, he takes away all the strain about child. I got to try to get to work. I'm going. I mean, it's nothing wrong with going to work, but, you know, I was delighting in the work. You know, me, I've worked in the industry for over 30 years, and uh, uh, all of my jobs, I liked them, you know, and, uh, yes, I was tired sometimes, but I had jobs where I can go to sleep. You know, I was wow. driving the truck, so my bed was on my back. <laughs> you know, I, know. It's like I you had just the bed. Pop on the side. Yeah, you understand? I pull over on the side of the highway. Off the, I pull off where they get off at the exit ramp, and I pull over to the side, uh, man, and I'd sit there, and I'd lay there, and I'd go to sleep, and I'd be so tired to when I did go to sleep. When I wake up in the morning time, I'd be trying to turn in that turn in that back in that sleeper in that bed. I'd be trying to turn, you know. I'd be and got confused of which direction. I have my, my face turned to the wall sometimes. And I'd be trying to turn my body over. So then when I turn my body over back toward the face and the wheel of the truck, I'd still be trying to wake up, and I'd be disoriented. I'd be reaching on the wall for for to uh, slide the curtain back so I can see <laughs> so I can see what, what you know, is it daylight or, or I could see where I parked at, you know, and it, and it wasn't no wonder that. So I would pull the, uh, I would pull the curtains back. And then I, I would look, and sometimes I'd have to get up, and I'd have to look around to see where in the world am I at. And sometimes I'd look around, and it'd be daybreak, and I'd be like, God, lay when did I park over here? You know, oh, I remember one time God. parking in the desert. And when I parked in the desert, uh, oh. in Baja Desert, uh, when, I, uh, when, when, when I woke up, I got out of the truck. Oh, let me see. Now, I think I looked out the window, and all those cactus looked like men. So either I had gotten out of the truck and had walked around to the right side of the truck, and when I turned my face, when I turned back around and looked, looked like all, it looked like it was a bunch of men standing around. They were those big, tall cactus <laughs> with arms on them reaching up and dropping down. But I tell you, God, God is faithful. So if you do work, try to get you uh, a job working in the field that you love, and then uh, it won't be so you know won't be so, so so stressful. You know, it's it's a stressful thing this morning to have to raise children, get up and go to work, and it's not stressful in him. He, he don't put this type of lifestyle upon us. We just have to learn that all we need to do is obey, pray, seek His face. Hallelujah, and he will give us the desires of our hearts. So I'm, I'm grateful this morning for you here, our other caller. Good morning, good morning, other caller. How are you this morning? Good morning. Well, amen, praise the Lord. It is a good morning on this side of the grave. I don't know what it looked like over on your side. But over on my side, it's a good morning because I'm standing on top of this thing. It ain't it ain't laying on me. Nobody shovel no dirt on me. So he gonna make them rocks cry for dead folks that are alive and dead. You ever seen anybody alive and dead? Uh-uh. <laughs> 
Well, we got a lot of people. You see them all the time, amen. And it wouldn't be so bad if there were some of the homeless people. The homeless people, they make you know that they're alive. You know, praise the Lord. They just kind of and got off a little bit. And sometimes it takes us. We have to go out there and reach down, amen, and love all those people. You might want to put your arms around them sometimes. But sometimes you got to think about how you might not have been in dirty rags, but your flesh was messed up. Had some messed up spirits. You know what I mean? You you know how when we thought that we had it all together, we would uh, say things to people and say, "Child, I'm not worried about them." Well, we ought to be worried about them because them make up them make up the world too. Mm-hmm. You know, the good, bad, and the ugly. All that all go together this morning. So I'm so grateful, Amen. Had a good time on uh, uh, yesterday. Praise the Lord with the apostle. I didn't text him this morning. I figured he'd probably, but he a very busy man. He's just like me. He's just busy, busy, busy. I'm trying to figure out now how am I to, uh, I'm got to pull three things off. I'd be at church at 12 o'clock for noonday prayer. Uh, I need to uh, go over and see about another brother. I need to go and drop a, a sister uh, with her clothes and stuff off at the laundromat so she can wash her kids' clothes and stuff. So I just say, well, Father, amen, I'm going to do them all. But I, I've got to let him orchestrate and order my steps this morning. Hallelujah. And if he order, order my steps, then there'll be a job well done. I ain't heard from uh, Evangelist Neely. I suppose they had to call her yesterday. But, man, I'm telling you, as soon as I get off of one call, the phone ring, I pick it up to somebody else, and, and it just goes on and on. And when my son, Junior, called, I have to take out time to talk to him. So I think I talked to him for about eight minutes last night, and then I fell off. Amen. That's good. Amen. You got to talk to your children. Can't That's be right. The things that they did or they do, you know, everybody mm-hmm. needs their parents. That's right. And the bad part about it is, is my children, they come up with one parent. That's me, because when they was three and four, they ain't saw mama no more. You know, so I know that there's still a spot in all of them heart, in all five of them, which you moan, Sakina, all five of them, that uh, still is troubled in those areas, you know. But I remember when the boys was five years old, and I think the other two were four, I had asked the Lord, I said, Lord, the boys keep asking me about their mama. You know, and I stood over there on thundering, and I had a dream about their mama. And their mama came to me in that dream, and she said, Robert, the Lord been showing me something about you. It's good you're not dating women. And, man, I lunched out of my sleep, and that was the first and last time I ever saw her again. But at least I did. At least I did get a report that the Lord was showing us something. So I'm grateful this morning. Amen. Uh, not only did she pass, but of course you know she passed on my birthday, so I was pretty well tormented for so many years. On the 22nd of January, it had a great effect on me. Um, but now I'm delivered. You know, it's some things we need to be delivered from. You know, mm-hmm. we can't be caught up in hung up 
and uh, uh, you know, going through the motions. Something that happened years ago, and something that had happened years ago still happening right now. And we can't change it. So what we do is we change our own self. Amen. We change ourselves not to fit not to fit that situation that we didn't like. Shama, are you doing it, baby? Lord, help my baby. Lord Jesus, I think I've raised her. I symphony doing. How what? I symphony doing. Cynthia. Mhm. Joe's mother. I don't know, dear. I I tried I tried to call call her. I tried to call and talk to her, but yeah, uh, I mean, she just can't be my mind. Just you know, just give me a lot of prayer. Um, just pray for her because uh, she. Uh, I, I I try to talk to I try to talk to everybody you know I try to talk to anybody that needs somebody needs to be just listened to today and uh, we may not have the answer but we need to be guilty of listening to people because when mm-hmm. people are talking it's like Shama Shama she come in a minute ago and she was trying to explain uh, uh, great you know she passed a a mass star test and all that you know praise the Lord she's trying to explain it to me mm-hmm. but I told her I said well right now you know I need to. But when people want to be heard, they want to be heard right now. That's right. So, and they don't want to wait, you know, because now she's not watching this. As sure as I made her wait, she's not going to bring it up to me again. I'm going to have to get her and, and, and tell her, I show daddy what you're talking about. You know, mm. so we have to give time to the children's parents nowadays. Um, they don't have time for their children. So the children... They walk off looking for somebody to give them attention. Sometimes, you know, God forbid, they get the wrong type of attention. And being that they're a child, they 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 can't differentiate. They can't they can't um, they can't figure out whether it's a uh, uh, bad attention or good attention. You know, they know that it's bad attention if they've been led to a bunch of cursing and stuff or whatever. You know, but if they can fit in, they get in where they fit in because they just a child. So we, 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 we have to uh, be careful, you know. Even in dealing with children, we have to be careful, you know. You're better off if you're dealing with somebody else's child not to deal with it, you know. It's it's, it's pretty bad today that, uh, you know, you, you best to mind your own business. You know, you best to mind your I saw a child one day going astray, but I watched that, I, I, I watched that baby, you know. I, I couldn't do nothing. I was getting ready to call the police. You know, but I wouldn't want to call the police, and the poor mother is, is is already going through something. But you know, I couldn't I couldn't ask the child where you're going or nothing. You know, because nowadays you'll get in trouble. You know, but if the Lord would have led me, the Lord led me just to watch the child, and uh, just as sure as I was watching the child, uh, a cab driver came up, and the cab driver talked to the child into going back wherever the, wherever the child came from. The cab driver talked the child back, and the child wasn't no more about seven. Then one day I saw a little boy had his little brother sitting on the side of the curb. Oh. And the Holy Spirit told me, say, you know, they're going to be all right. You know, don't mess with them. You know, they were sitting on the side of the curb, you know, and whatever reason they were sitting there for, you know, it was going to be all right. So a lot of things we see, you know, we we just can't get involved. You know, he don't want us to get involved in that. Uh, the word First Thessalonians four and eleven said, "Mind your own business." You know, so we're grateful. Yesterday we talked about um, 
some of everything that was right. The Lord laid it on my heart to show us how knitted and how together our forefathers became when they had gotten the word of truth. So one thing about truth, truth cannot be twisted. You know, uh, someone may take the truth and, 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 and give it to you, and then you give the truth to someone else, and someone else t- take that truth, and now that's why it's not good to receive second and third-hand information. It's not good to tell a fool, amen, your wonders, because, you know, the fool going to go and tell it. And the fool may not tell it the way it was meant to be told. Oh, we want to talk this morning. Oh, computer, by the time everybody get out of bed, about 6.30, 7 o'clock, they start hitting on their computer. And when they hit on their computer and turn them on, uh, it affects, I guess it's just like the telephone service. You know, everyone is on the telephone line, and it brings an effect up on, uh, it makes your phone, your cell phone hangs up on you a lot of times when uh, mm. uh, when that happens. I'm going to uh, look and get my, my word together right quick. Okay. So hold on to this song for a second, y'all.
is not my own. Who it belongs to? You I belong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Wouldn't it be awesome if everyone would give themselves to him today? Realize that your money is not your own, your life is not your own. All this junk that you're going through don't belong to you. Give yourself away this morning to him. So grateful this morning that I can realize that he hasn't put anything upon me that he will not take care of. So many people are going through so much sickness today, diseases. And I want to tell you this morning that if any disease or sickness come upon you, don't fall prey to your doctor. We have people this morning that they are not with us no longer because they would not go and get a second. You know, I, I, I'm going to preach this word this morning, but but, but I'm going to tell you that, 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 that there's some things that you wake up with that you didn't go to sleep with. And then it stays around, hanging around for weeks. Next thing you know, you're at the doctor's office. You need to examine when that thing came. I I had some things happen to me. I, I remember one time my thumb started secreting some fluids. It, it, it was infected. And it had been about a week. And then it got to the point that it became irritable. And so once it became irritable, I shouldn't have not waited that long, but then I began to investigate that thumb, my finger, whatever it was. I think my thumb was the same thing. And I remember I was working on something, and I shoved my hand in something, whatever it was, and I split a piece of wood that went down beside where the cuticle's at, and that piece of wood had lodged in there, and all that swelling had covered it up where I couldn't see it. And I looked at it, and I looked at it. And I said, let me get some tweezers and let me go ahead on and sterilize it. Let me get some needles and stuff and look in here and see what's going on. That was a piece of a piece of stick in there. I took that piece of stick out, sit there and squared it, squared all the infection out, and uh, it began to heal. When I couldn't breathe, riding down the street with Shaman in the back seat, all of a sudden I just could not breathe. And while I was trying, I got over off the, off the road, and I pulled the car to the side in a parking lot, and I opened the door, and I thought maybe I would gird it to it. I thought I'd uh, try to get up. Wasn't nothing I can get up. And I uh, couldn't drink no water, couldn't say nothing, couldn't do nothing. Shama was in the back seat. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Couldn't say nothing to Shama. I heard a voice. The voice wasn't a good voice. The voice said, the ambulance is not going to help you. I wasn't even thinking about an ambulance. I was trying to think, on, you know, what's going on. So I stayed calm. And after a while, I could breathe. And like I told you once, three weeks later, my daughter fell sick, couldn't breathe. Had her all down in the emergency room. Had her all down. They took her from one hospital to another one, and uh, still she couldn't breathe. But oh, but when I call on that name, when I call on that name, and when I believed 
and I, 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 I saw the doctors couldn't do nothing for her because the next day, you know, remember I went to the hospital that night about 9.30, 10 o'clock. From 9.30 to 10 o'clock, 9, somewhere around about 3.30 in the morning, and we taking another ambulance from Texas Children. We leaving from uh, St. Luke and going to Texas Children, Katie. And, uh, and and it was a whole bunch of messes. She couldn't breathe because they took the thing off of her while I was in the bathroom. I come back, her eyes all buffed, and I'm like, well, what, what, what's going on? Well, the ambulance said when they come, they're going to put their apparatus. I said, put it back. So they had to put back what they took off, and they couldn't get it adjusted right, and so Shama still can't breathe. So by the time we get the breathing under control a little bit where she can, you know, recede back a little bit, here comes the ambulance from Katie. They put their breathing. They took that off and started trying to fit their stuff on. And here we go again for another 15, 20-minute, 30-minute ride. Can't get the thing to fit where she can begin to reciprocate, where she can begin to breathe. And so I just stood there, and here come the doctor. If you all want her up in transport, I'm going to have to. He wants to put a hole, he wants to put a hole in her throat. And I told him, no, that's not going to happen. And thank God for the lady. The lady, uh, uh, ER, came with the ambulance. She said, uh, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere until we get her uh, uh, under control, until we get something working here. And uh, uh, so finally they did. And I told him, I said, well, I could hear the air going. I said, turn it down, turn it down, because, you know, you can't receive nothing coming forcefully, you know, like that in your nostril, you know, and in your mouth. So when they turn it down real low, then she could sip that air and she could breathe, you know, praise God. And then when we got her to the hospital, here we go again. They got to take that off and got to put the can't breathe. So, I mean, I have seen some things, but I have seen the spirit of the living God descend down. Because once I found out that the doctor didn't know nothing else to do, Come about the next day, around about 10.30 in the morning, I said, well, Doc, what, what are we going to, you know, still heart rate 200 and blood pressure is up there and all these signs and stuff on these computers not looking good up there on these monitors. So, well, Doc, uh, what's good, what are we going to do? That, that doctor took his, took his hand, stuck his right hand underneath his chin, dropped his elbow to his right hand on his arm, his left arm, and rested his arm, rested his elbow upon his arm, his chin upon his hand. And the woman was walking by. She was saying, we don't, and I just turned away from her. She's going to say, we don't want her to get no worse. I turned away from her because it ain't going to get no worse than what it is. You have got to stand on what you believe. No one is going to fight for you. You have to fight yourself. When you were in school, you know, you didn't have very many people running up in the fight and said, I'm going to fight this for you. Well, the same thing now in the natural as well as in the spirit. you got to fight for yourself. And that's why we need the word of God, which is the light of God. All these prayers, Jesus, oh, God, that don't bring him on the scene. We have to invoke him. We have to learn how to pray. Sometimes you've got to believe in your mind, your heart, and your soul that it's not going to get any worse. It can't do anything but get better. Everything is trying to get up now. 
Sometimes we call on a lot of people for prayer. And people are praying for uh, individuals and praying for you and I and things and stuff like that. But I found out that when we really truly worship him, that's a relationship to tell him, Father, I thank you. I'm just so grateful this morning that I that I can call upon you, Father. Lord, set this thing in order this morning for me, Father. I don't know what to do, Lord. And neither do I want to be burdened down with this situation. Lord, move it off my heart this morning. Lord, I just trust and believe you this morning that the healing power, Lord, that you're going to do it. And, and right now, Father, I just stay and just start praising him. Just start praising him. Just start praising him. And when you start praising him, you're going to get results from praising him. And that's what we have to do today is praise him, trust him, and believe him. And that's all it takes to get what you want from the Father. We want to go into the Word this morning. Let me go in here and make sure that I got my water going and stay on target with my baby Shama. I'm so grateful to have a 14-year-old here with me, amen, and the Father teaching me. Why my wife put this up in there? She noted I'm just the butler, the maid, the the cook, and everything. So, but that's good. That's 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 good. At least I got something to do, right? I said, at least I got something to do, huh? Y'all don't like talking back to me. See, I thought you'd be talking to Shama. No, Shama in there with her dough clothes. And I'm telling you what Shama be doing. She getting ready. Okay. She getting ready. So we're grateful this morning for all of that. I thought I thought maybe it was my other guest. You know, people call in and they won't they won't say nothing. You know. Uh, they they, they 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 don't have the right concept in mind because you know you should if someone say hello you should say hello you know you shouldn't sit mm-hmm. there like a bump on the law like you spying or something you know that's mm-hmm. not right mm-hmm. that's dishonest that's a dishonest spirit so you know people they need to check themselves they don't come trying to spy spy over here because you know they got uh, other places to go and spy. You don't need to spy here. Uh, I'm talking about sharing in all things this morning. And I want to bring back to our attention how that our forefathers, when they did get a hold to truth, that they wanted to be so much equal until they made everything, they had everything in common. And all their monies and everything they owned, they brought it to the apostle. And the apostle became the distributor. The distribution was from the hands of the apostle. When the people 
brought all that they had and laid it down so that no one would be, no one would say, well, I got more than you got. And this is what's wrong with society this morning is that we don't want to be any lesser than anyone else. You know, we want to be the top one on the totem pole. We want to be the one that owns everything. We want to be the grocery store. You be the consumer, and we be the retailer. We want to profit off of the things that man has made. When the Lord said it, his hands, his hands made all things. And that's why he said he gave apostles because he wanted someone that the peoples could be drawn to that had the answer to their problem. You see, back in the older days, people's needs were, were cared for a different way. It was cared for uh, more different than what, what we're carrying today, man. Today we have to go to, amen, the uh, uh, social service, mm-hmm. the government. If you plan on getting you some groceries in your house, some of us, we are members of this church. I said of the church. I didn't say of his body. And that's what we want to talk about this morning is being a member of his body. Many are members of congregations and members of places and, you know, uh, committees and all this stuff. You know, you, 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 you could be a member of the board of committees. You could be a member of whatever. But unless you are in operation as a member of his body, then all these other organizations and stuff that you have, amen, affix your name on, that you have uh, uh, obtained to, you know, that's, that's, that's something else. But we're talking from the standpoint, and I'm not going to be long, but I'm going to have to get in here and help Shama, amen, do her chores. Being the day is trash day on Tuesdays and Fridays is trash day in my city, and everything that look like trash have to go out because I don't want to start up a new week with the same trash. <laughs> Mama say you fool with trash to get in your eyes, and you know when you get dirt in your eyes, <laughs> it don't feel good. Amen. Uh, as reading here from the book of Acts, the fourth chapter. Uh, Acts, the fourth chapter, the 29th verse in reading. Now, Lord, look on thy treats and grant to your servant that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of of your holy servant, Yahshua. 31st verse said, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, 
and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. Lord, let your boldness fall upon your people today. Let them speak the word of truth, Father. Destroy anything that's opposed to truth, that we may be able to walk in truth. We thank you for it right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The 32nd verse said, Now the multitude of those who believe were of one heart and one soul. I want you to get this. Everyone received the same thing when they had prayed. And in that praying, they were in a place. So they went on the telephone, but they were in a place. But now we can do it on telephone and be in the same place. Let me see what is that I hear in here. So like I hear my, my water boiling over, but it's not. Just sitting there doing just great. I mean, my ears is deceiving me this morning. Praise the Lord. I pray not so. I pray not so. We're talking about having all things in common. We have too much split decision. We have too many uh, what I think. It's not what you think. It's what the Word said. So he said this morning in the 31st verse of the 4th chapter of Acts, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the Word of God with boldness. We need that boldness this morning to speak this word, you know, going into cities like Ohio and New York and Chicago to speak this word, you're going to have to be bold. They had killers back in Paul days when they were roaming around from coast to coast. They had murderers. They had all type of people. It ain't just the land just gotten bad. It's been bad. It's been bad. It said, now when the multitude of those who believe were of one heart, so they had their heart cleansed right there through the praying that they prayed, amen, it cleansed their heart and their soul. Neither did any one say that any of the things he possessed was his own. You see, our problem today is that we hold everything dear to our own self. We use slogans as, oh, no, I paid a lot of money for that. I. When I do something, it is hard for I to be able to release and let go that which I possess. So a lot of times in, in life, 
We think that we own something when the thing really owned us. These people, they had one heart and one soul. They didn't take it upon themselves to say that, amen, uh, that, that, that this thing belongs to them. This is my car. This is my home. But as the Father has provided this thing for me, whatever his will is, hallelujah, I am willing to hear from him. It says that these, that these people's uh, 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 they, they didn't possess nothing no more. After they had prayed in the 31st verse, after they had prayed, amen, in this place, then the Spirit of the Lord looked upon their heart and saw that all of their hearts, amen, was kind to one another. Their heart be, became likened unto the heart of the Father, amen. The love of the Almighty had fallen upon them. First Corinthians 13, chapter was open unto them when saying, amen, that you need to have charity. Hallelujah. Say, without this charity, without this love, you're only a tinkling symbol. You're only just making a bunch of noise. You have got to have compassion. You've got to have love. Love is long-suffering. Love is kind. Love is not Hallelujah, love, 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 in all that ways, love is first. Hallelujah. Say that they had all things in common. This is what's wrong this morning is that, hallelujah, the preacher, he just wants to be the head honcho, the controller, amen, the soul. He wants to be the sole purpose, the sole focus. Ain't but one, ain't but one leader in here. No, 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 no. Call no man leader. So you're not my leader. And you can't say ain't but one word, you know, because when we assemble ourselves, this is what the problem is in the church this morning. It's when we begin to assemble ourselves, hallelujah, we don't have all things in common, hallelujah. We don't make available to our brother, to our sister, that which is in our possession, hallelujah. We talk not about what we have, amen, that we can spare. We talk about all the things how the Lord has blessed us. Well, if he had blessed you, why you won't be a blessing to them? Uh-huh. They had all things in common. Uh-huh. You see? And the 33rd verse says, and with great power, with great power, the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Nor was there, nor was there anyone among them who lacked. What's wrong this morning in the church today? Hallelujah. Why is so much lack going on in the church today? Why are you able to drive a non-leaking oil car, a car that does not leak oil, and my car still leaking oil? Are you, uh, 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 in the eyes of the saints of God blind, cannot the minister see that, amen, that I'm lacking some things, amen, glory to God. My children don't wear, hey, glory to God, need a new pair of shoes. Small things that is lacking, amen, in 
the lives of the believer, but yet the believer is sitting in the congregation of the righteousness, uh, sitting right there amongst the holy of God, amongst the peoples of God that truly, amen, hallelujah, are serving this God, hallelujah, this this almighty creator, the almighty of all things, amen, serving him, amen, in holiness, righteousness, and truth. But how is it that we can be doing these wonderful things, but yet still somebody child didn't eat last night, but they are a member of this church? There's a difference between the member of the church, not supposed to be any difference now, and the member of his body. And right here, in the 33rd verse of the fourth chapter of Luke, it said, in those days, these people, amen, had all things, the 32nd verse, they had all things in common. And with great power, it didn't say the pastor. It said, and with great power, the apostle. See, if the apostle was operating then, amen, in the biblical time, and he had this great power, that's what's wrong with the church this morning. Hallelujah. That's why, amen, we are not manufacturing members of his body any longer. We don't only just, amen, given an uh, 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 option to the membership uh, of the church. And with great power, the apostle gave witness, witness to the resurrection of the Lord. And great grace was upon them all. 34th verse said, nor was there among them who lacked. If there was any lack, it was taken care of. For all who were possessors of land or houses, they sold them. Whatever they had, amen, glory to God, they was willing to follow truth. Are you willing this morning to follow truth? Before it's over with, I guarantee you, you will be looking for the apostle. You know why? Because you may not even have opportunity to sell your home. They may come and take your home from you. Hallelujah. Tax invasion, glory to God. I'm telling you, this thing is getting to be out of sight around here. Hallelujah. You think you own something. You just watch and see by, 20, by 20, uh, 2019, 2019, 2020, you watch and see what state your stuff going to be in. That's mine, yours, and everybody. But I'm not gonna worry about it because I know I know what I've been doing all my life. I've been sharing, giving, and I'm not talking about my money. I'm talking about automobiles, any motorhomes, anything else I owned. I owned. But when I found out that he said and these things shall come to pass, he let me know that I'm not just talking about dispensation of time. I'm talking about some of the things you possess. You got them so you can pass them on to who they belong to because if I can get it through you, Apostle Addison, I'm going to get it through you. 
But some of us this morning, we bound up the flow. Everybody come, child, look what the Lord blessed me with. The Lord got this. The Lord blessed this. Some of that junk you got don't even belong to you. Let it come to pass. Hallelujah. Nobody was lacking. For all who were possessors of land, a house sold them. See, they stuff didn't have them. They were possessors of it. It didn't possess them. Hallelujah. The Bible said, whosoever you are, your members, so that's whose servant you become. Amen. So they was not a servant of stuff. Amen. They had no lack for all who were possessors of land, household them, and brought the proceedings of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet. And they distributed to each as everyone had need. You see? Everyone need was provided for. They distributed as need. <coughs> Hallelujah. They sold everything that they had, and, and, and they turned around after selling it. They didn't do like Ananias and Sapphira, but they bought the exact exchange, and they laid it at the apostles' feet. And they distributed to each as everyone had need. And Joseph, who was also named Barnabas, by the apostle, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and bought the money, and laid it at the apostle's feet. Even the Levites, you see. And you read on down in the next chapter, where Ananias and Sapphira, they also sold their possessions. See, tomorrow the Lord spared, nothing happened. We will talk about lying before the Holy Ghost. Sometimes people lie, but your lies will find you out. Don't keep lying and thinking that the Lord is just going to sweep your lie underneath the rug. Every lie and every liar, you will have to give account. You will have to give account for everything. Uh, let me send back a message to my wife. It's going to be just fine, honey, praying for you. I should have put you. You know, I'm just grateful this morning that I, I know I don't have to struggle. I know I don't have to struggle in this little old battle that uh, the enemy try and set before us. You uh, you have got to know that your life has already been provided, everything that is needed in this life. And I'm just grateful this morning 
that I have the assurance. I, I don't have to worry no more. I don't have to worry about whether I got the alarm on. I don't have to worry about how I parked my car. I parked my car last night uh, uh, facing west, and uh, uh, I have it on the eastbound side. You know, should have been facing east. But I parked that away so I can let my wife out yesterday. I told her, come on and uh, uh, let's go uh, to the store. But I thought about it as I was going down to sleep last night, how I had parked the car. And then I thought, you know, why worry? Why worry? We don't have to worry. All things, hallelujah, shall be brought to pass. You know, it's according to your faith this morning. And I uh, admonish you that you all that are listening would pray and ask the Holy One of Israel, what do you do? What do you do to uh, what do you do to please the Father? Is my prayer today. So let us today, let us today begin to really, really think. begin to really think what am I to do? What am I to do with what he has provided for me? We're going to wait for Shama to come. Close the segment out while I go in here and prepare for her.
I'm doing good. All right. Happy that it's finally Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Today is Friday. It sure will be good to eat some ice cream. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Under you. Sure, be good to get some ice cream. That's the only time I see y'all. What'd you say? I said that's the only time I see y'all. Yes, ma'am. You haven't been coming to church with us, Aunt Deborah. Yeah. 
I said love you. I love you too, baby. Love y'all. And I have a blessed day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.